Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys on the monorail, cannot wait to head over to Epcot. I'm not looking forward to today. You know, Epcot is not my favorite park. Oh, there's so many options of rides that we could do. Um, Frozen Ever After or the Grand Fiesta Tour. Oh, you mean like, like Design Dis and Dat? Sounds like a good idea for a game. Welcome to episode 183 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Chris. Today we will be playing the game Diz or Dat. Right now we are recording live for our Groove Troop members. If you want to watch us live once a week, sign up for our Groove Troop. All you got to do is go to DizHis.com. You'll find the link at the very top as well as seeing our faces. You'll be entered into our lovely giveaways. Uh, I actually have to go ahead and get on that and start sending those out because last week we had a couple of giveaways. We, had a, we gave away a, a t-shirt and a wax melt. You will also get access to our Groove Troop chat where you can interact with us and our Groove Troop members. Once again, all you got to do is just go up to uh, on the link at the very top of dizhiz.com, D-I-Z-H-I-Z.com, and you can join for as low as two bucks a month. And if you don't have a computer like myself and just have access to a cell phone or landline, you can give us a call at 707-842-0345. Share memory, share a message, give us some hate mail. I don't care. Just call us. And, you know, I want to get serious really fast. So. Guys, like we have the phone number. We have mm-hmm. an email, dizhishistory mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Dizhishistory at gmail.com. We have hundreds of people listening to this podcast every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no one is sending us any messages on our email. I'm pretty upset about it, Alex. No I'm one is calling us at 707-842-0345. So if you're listening to this, this is me telling you directly. This is Alex telling you, the listener. Please tell him. Give us a call. Because you have a choice. Send us an help, email, Joe, at dizhishistoryatgmail.com. Let us know future ideas episodes, future episode ideas. Give us your memory, anything. Thank you. Yeah, if this doesn't work, I'm just going to give out my home address and maybe they'll send letters. <laughs> maybe let's visit you. They can come visit you. That's fine, too. And I have to have a nice conversation based on Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Joe and I were playing around with the idea of what to name this game. Because before, I just had it named as debate. You know, it's, just, it's a debate game. We played it before. We did Animal Kingdom last time. And you know what? I wish I had written down our answers last time so I could re-go over them, but I did not. So whatever. Anyways. So we did Animal Kingdom last time. And uh, I was talking to uh, Chris and Joe, and they decided they want to do Epcot today. So I have a list. I have four questions for Epcot, and we're going to pin rides or attractions against each other that are similar. And then we're going to decide which one we prefer on, and that will be our day at Epcot. Because I don't feel like we have an intro to it. Unless I do the intro, but... I don't have like a song or anything. Okay. What, what about that song? You could get with this or you can get with can, that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And I know. Alex, but... You can sing it. Bring back you singing. Yes. You can get with this. Or but I, ch- with I usually that. change the words. Yeah. Dis or dat. Diz. Diz or dat. Diz. You can get with this. You can get with, with that. With a Z? Yes. With a D. Yes. Okay, maybe maybe a, I have to edit all tonight. I don't know if I have time, but I'll, I'll start. Finish. You better start. <laughs> that shouldn't be that hard to do. You can no. get with Diz, or you can well, the issue is timing myself up with the with the music that I have to find somewhere and whatever. Okay, Don't tell yourself short. You can choose Diz, you can choose that. You can choose Diz, you can choose that. You can choose Diz, you can choose that. I choose that because Diz where it's at. I choose that because Diz where it's at. So the first one we're going to do is we'll open up with living with the land. 
versus Grand Fiesta Tour. Oh. Both boat rides, both the dark rides. Um, so do any of you have a strong opinion between Living with the Land or Grand mm. Fiesta Tour? I do, actually. Uh-huh. Living with the Land is a top five ride in all of the parks for me. All the parks? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Dude. I always look forward to riding Living with the Land. It is such a nice break ride where it's like, what, 20 minutes? You're just sitting down. It's pretty long. It's a little too long. And then, oh, I love it. It's it's such a nice break because, listen, Disney's a lot of walking. It's it's hot there. I usually vacation there in the summer, so it's hot. You go inside. First of all, waiting in line for Living with the Land moves so quick usually. It does. And it's air conditioned in there. Yeah. And it's that smell you get. Of course, you get the smell of the Grand Fiesta Tour, too. But I don't know, man. I just I love this ride. I, I You know, the queue for Grand Fiesta Tour is astronomically better. Because it looks like you're outside, but you're inside and mm-hmm. you're in Mexico. And this one, you're just like in a looks like a kind of like a mall. Like, I don't even know how yeah. to explain it, how to explain it. But that ride is just so awesome. It's so nostalgic. It's uh, I, I love um, I'm a sucker for like the crappy rides at Disney, if that makes sense. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say they're, but they're well, well, no, well the, the, they're nostalgic, the, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just I feel like because Disney does crappy rides so, so good. Like Grand Fiesta Tour is a great ride. It's one of those crappy rides too. It because is like you know, but they do it so well. I love Grand Fiesta Tour, but I don't know. Living with the land is just like I like how corny all this stuff. I just I love that stuff. Like, listen, mm-hmm. I, I I love you know a ride like Expedition Everest, right? But there's nothing quite like a dark ride at Disney or a little boat ride at Disney. They just do them so good. Living they do. The they really do for me. And Joe, how do you feel? Which one would you go with? You know, I'm gonna go with Living with the Land also. Um, you know, Grand Fiesta Tour. I mean, it's a good ride. Uh, I, I agree with Chris where he said, like, where the ride attraction where it's at is definitely a lot better. You know, the living with the land, you kind of feel like you're in a mall as Grand Fiesta Tour. Yeah. It's one of the best pavilions. I feel like when you're walking in there, you feel like you're outside. You feel like, you're oh, in Mexico, yeah, the, the you pavilion know? itself and Grand Fiesta Tour is in is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And Grand Fiesta Tour is a good ride. It's fun. Right. Usually one of the reasons why it's so much fun is because usually it's not very long of a wait. Right. You know, so you can just pretty much walk on to it, which is cool. Um, but you know, there's also talk on Grand Fiesta Tour getting changed to, uh, you know, Coco or having some type of change to it. Living with the land's always going to be there. They're never going to change living no, with the land. Never. They can't. They yeah. grow too much vegetables there. Exactly right. And they use the veg- they use the food in the restaurants. Yesterday, last night, I actually went and they had the Christmas overlay over yes. at Living with the Land. And I posted a whole bunch of pictures in our Discord chat and also on our Instagram. Um, and it was it was amazing. They had like a separate like audio track with it, and yeah. it was really good. A lot of fun, very nice. colorful. Uh, I think they make it better like every year with more lights, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna go with Living with the Land. I did forget to use uh, to mention something that I do enjoy about Living with the Land too. It's such a long ride. I forgot about this part. I like. Um, I always uh, do a little alpha move when I'm on the Living with the Land. And people do little alpha moves differently on this. Like some people jump off the boat and steal cucumber. Uh, I like to, uh, when you're passing the fish, I like to stare them all right in the eyes. And then I like, like to go to the seafood restaurant after and eat one of them. <laughs> like, That's remember not- me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys kind of made the decision for me because it's, it's three of us and two, you know, two of you said live with the land. And, you know, I agree with that. They're very similar, which is why they're pinned against each other. But I do agree that Living Land has a slight advantage over it. 
Now, if they did do a overlay or changed Grand Fiesta Tour, like Joe mentioned, I think it would automatically take the. It would be better than Live in the Land. I think. If for you, to, for me, yes. If they made it, to, if they made it Coco themed, um, I mean, I like Donald Duck, and you know, it's 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 interesting. But the way it's just so old now, it definitely yes. needs a revamped. And I think if they revamped it Coco, I think it would be an amazing dark ride. And here's the difference between the two rides is that if they ever got uh, got if they ever got rid of living with the land or and replaced it with every, with something else, I think it's safe to say that the three of us would be upset. But we're all advocating for them to get rid of Grand Fiesta Tour and change it to something <laughs> yeah. else. So yes, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Big difference. Yeah. Like living with the land, they don't need to update because that's part of the lore. You know, like it's mm-hmm. part of it is it being an old ride. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Grand Fiesta Tour and- every year just gets less impressive. And the land is constantly getting updated. Really think about it, because there's yeah. different like fruits and food. Like yeah, you know, yeah. It's season. The science behind yeah. it gets updated. Yep. Um. Next, we have this one. Probably be really easy because, um. Well, two of us haven't been on this ride. Joe has been on it, and then the other ride, um, I think is a hit or miss depending on what you feel about it. Guardians of Galaxy Cosmic Rewind or Test Track. So, Joe, oh, you've been gosh. on both these rides, right? Okay. Uh, I haven't been on Test Track, but I know enough about it. I can go ahead and make my, my say. I, you know, and, and, you know, you're going to be surprised with my answer, but I, I would go in Cosmic Rewind. Yeah. I, 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 Cosmic Rewind, from what I know about Cosmic Rewind, Rewind, um, I've been on Test Track. Not an amazing attraction. Cosmic Rewind sounds like an amazing attraction, and I cannot wait to go on it. So even though I've never been on it, I definitely have to go with Cosmic Rewind. If I never went on Test Track again in my whole life, I, would, I wouldn't I would care. I think it's a bottom-of-the-barrel ride. Um, it's just – I don't like it. It's just dumb. Uh, I don't like creating the car. It does nothing. Um, I, the Creating the car is the best part. Which says something. It means the ride's that bad. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> When you zip outside, that's cool. But like, I have a car. I just put my windows down and do the same thing. <laughs> like, like, so it's just like when I drive on the highway, I'll feel the same thing. Once I got a license, all these like car rides and car arcade games, like I don't need that anymore. I can just go outside and do it myself. Uh, Cosmic Rewind, although I might get motion sick, I would rather put myself through that and listen to some fun music than just get jolted around on a brake test on a car. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, that was pretty easy. So Cosmic Rewind on that one. And I think Jen would agree with us on that because she loved Cosmic Rewind. Um, she did. So and uh, yeah. Test Track is like always breaking down. Like I went to go every single for some weird reason, whenever I would go ride Test Track, like Jen would talk me into go, going to ride it. It was always broken down. And like I would walk all the way there. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, but I would ride it now. Jen, no problem. It's like, like it's I broken. Would, I, Joe's I, like, I oh, thank God. <laughs> That was um, pre-me writing stuff. <laughs> right, right. Ryan, um, new Ryan, made a good point. Test Track needs to be made more like Radiator Springs Racers. Yes, if, for sure. It's funny because Test Track and Radiator Springs Racers are the same exact ride. Right? Yes, but Radiator Springs, but, Springs is so much better. But like I said, if I never rode Test Track again, I wouldn't care. If they change it to Radiator Ra- Radiator Springs Racers, I would want to ride it every time I go. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's it looks dizzy. so good. It's not, Chevy doing a um, yeah, yeah, yeah. break, uh, you know, slippery conditions test. Mm-hmm. Um, next okay. is the Seas with Nim- Nemo and Friends versus Ooh. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Oh, that's an interesting one. Now, I haven't it's been really on Ratatouille, but I've been on uh, Nemo and Friends, and I like Nemo Friends. It's a good ride. It's, it is a, good it's, ride. A, it's a nice attraction. 
Um, but Remy Ratatouille Adventure is that new, that new, new, you know, you, you know, mm-hmm. you, it's new. So it's exciting. Um, I think the story behind it and then the theming of Remy, cause I've seen the video. So it's like, yeah. I've been on it. The, the video is, uh, the way the theme it is really, really good. Um, I think I would pick Ratatouille Adventure over Nemo and Friends just cause Nemo and Friends, there's many rides that's similar to it. And I think mm-hmm. Ratatouille mm-hmm. Adventure is very unique in the way it's it's made. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I've been on both of them, right? Right, and it's a hard decision. Is it really? Yes, it's going to be hard, right? Of course, Ratatouille, that's like you said, it's kind of like it's a new new ride, right? The queue is really cool, right? Nemo. So here's the question I have for you: mm-hmm. Are we including the thing at the end of Nemo where you kind of walk out and it's like? The aquarium? I think you have to. Yeah, you have it's it's the yeah. it, that would be included because that is the post ride area. Experience, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not Turtle so, Talk. Uh, Turtle Talk would not be included though. Right. Okay, okay. So I think oh I'm I'm gonna say I like the ride, the Ratatouille ride better than the Nemo ride. But because of that, like when you get off the ride and there's the aquarium and there's all the different fish and all the different things that you can do. I mean, it's pretty amazing in there, right? You can, I mean, you can spend easily, easily just an hour in that part of the attraction at Epcot. Um, so just because of that, I'm going to say Nemo. So Joe says you can spend an hour in that aquarium uh, after the ride. And that's almost how long you have to wait to get on to Ratatouille. Um Finding Nemo is always a walk on because there's it's just always moving. It's like one of those seashell type uh, Omni mover. Yes, right? yeah. So it's like it's just always going. Uh, a couple things that I love about Nemo and Friends is I love the projection of the characters into the real aquarium. I always think that's the coolest thing in the world when you see the Nemo swimming in the real aquarium. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the image. It's that's so cool. Yeah. Um. There's the scene with the um. Oh man, I forget the kind of fish it is. Um, ah. angler, the angler fish, yeah, with the light, mm-hmm. and it's like it looks like they're they're puppets. They're on the sticks, and that's such a cool scene. The um crush in the um in the streamway, that scene is awesome. There's just a lot of memorable scenes on that ride. Now Ratatouille. I've although I haven't been on it, I've watched the Paris ride on. I've watched the the uh the the Florida one to the same ride looks like an awesome ride. And if I rode um, Ratatouille, I might give it the edge, but I think I'm undecided uh, between the two. I don't know if I could definitively pick one or the other. I really love Nemo and I love everything. I love that pavilion. I love the exit with the aquarium. There's a lot of things, but I don't know. I, I This is very, very close for me. I'd give, honestly, I'd probably give Ratatouille the slight edge just because of the unknown. I think that when I go on it for the first time, I'm going to be blown away. Cause don't you smell things too? Yeah, on your ride, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's a four D experience. They put you in. I mean, they do a good job putting you in the movie and in the Nemo one too. But they really put you into the Ratatouille one because they shrink you down. Mm-hmm. And that's like that Disney magic. I'd probably give Ratatouille the slight edge. And I think if I rode Ratatouille, it might not be close. But I think I'd give Ratatouille the slight edge. But I see a <laughs> lot of great things with Finding Nemo. And if they ever got rid of Finding Nemo, I would be upset. You know, there's something at the aquarium that I didn't know. It's like when you come off of Nemo, like the, the, there's like the dolphin area, right? And there's something that, there's always something new I find some somewhere when I'm at the parks, right? Mm-hmm. And I think you, there's like a um, you can meet the dolphin experience now. I didn't know there was dolphins. Yeah, no, there's dolphins there. Yeah, I've I never knew seen there was the dolphins. dolphins. Wow. Yeah, there's definitely dolphins there, and 
uh, I knew there was dolphins, but the last time we were there, there were, uh, you, you can see like there's like a family in the water, like, uh, and the dolphins were kind of coming wow. up to them and they were kind of like doing cool. whatever. Yeah, it was really cool. And I had no idea that we, my, my wife was like, hey, look, I had no idea they did like a dolphin experience here and there's a dolphin experience. It's pretty wow, cool. Very cool. I want to do the manatee experience. Yeah, there's probably one. Just throw me into the manatees. So wait, can, I can, I'll do that for you experience in the Halifax River for free. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay for it. Don't be too generous. So Joe, did you pick uh, Nemo? Yes. So, okay. So it's Nemo or Ratatouille. Golly, can I can get yep. this swim out throw. Okay. So Joe picked Nemo and, and Chris picked Ratatouille. So I'm the deciding factor here. And I think I have to, I agree with both of you, but I think I agree with Chris a little more if, I think Nemo is a great attraction, and I do enjoy it a lot. But I think once I ride Ratatouille, I think when I'm in Epcot, I'll want to be going to ride Ratatouille over Nemo because I don't go to Epcot very often, and there's, yeah. there's not a lot of rides there but that I want to go on. But if I'm like, okay, I can only do two things today at Epcot, I think Ratatouille will be on that list, and then the other one will probably be Cosmic Rewind. So right. I think I think I have to say Ratatouille over that one, which means Ratatouille is the winner there. And then our last one here, only four because there's not a lot of attractions at Epcot, which is why it's like the worst park. Um, Frozen Ever After versus Soren. Oh, and I know what, that's wow. a that's a tough one, but I'm, not for me. Not well, it's not a tough one for Joe either. So how is it a tough one? No, it's a tough one for me. Is it really? Yeah, man. Yeah, so it's Chris, not for me. Chris, go ahead then. Um, Frozen Ever After is one of my favorite rides in all the parks. What? Yeah. Are you serious? Like I said, I like the really corny rides. And this is corny with like 21st century tech. And it, it's so good. It I, I was really upset when they because I listen, the first time this is this this speaks volumes. The first time I ever rode Frozen Ever After, I was not excited to ride it. Right. I missed Maelstrom. I hated the first Frozen movie. Yes. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna hate this ride. When you go into Elsa's ice tower, mm-hmm. uh, her ice castle, and they start, um, and she starts saying "Let it go," yeah, and she and she throws you back, and you start yes. going flying back. Yes, they, they take your picture, and me and Emily's faces were like, we had just the biggest smiles on our face because it was just so like magical. The experience was so cool. They take your picture. Uh, yeah, it takes your picture. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the um, I think that's the first ride that had the the face overlay projected onto. The yeah, the, like the um, way they I think made... Buzz Lightyear's face might have been projected first, but that wasn't okay. on a ride. That was just on the in the queue. Okay, yeah. Uh, but for rides, yeah, and I love that that it technology. Looks so some good. Pe- some people hate it. I love it. Really, um, people hate it. Hmm. Yeah. Um. But it's it's honestly like I look forward to riding that ride every time I go to Epcot, and or Disney in general. Really, the queue is awesome. Um. All of the animatronics, when they're working, are amazing. When they're not working, they're hilarious, though. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just I love this ride. You have that um that big abominable snowman at the end with all the fog. It's such a magic. Yeah, it's marshmallow. It's such a magical ride. Um, Soren, if I wasn't afraid of heights, might love the ride. But um, <laughs> I was really excited to ride Soren. They put you in the ski lift, which I'm terrified of ski lifts. <laughs> so. But I was on the floor. I was like, this is going to be fine. It raises you up. Yes. Instant palm sweat. Close my eyes for the whole ride. Yeah, yeah. The smells were great. Yeah. But yeah, Frozen for me, and it's not even close. But not it's because it's one of my favorite rides. I'm not bashing Soren by any means. Okay. Uh, Joe, which one would you go with? Okay. So this is going to be really hard. Because Frozen, 
you know, I've been on a handful of times. It's a, it's a, even though it's, you know, like a slow, dark ride or, you know, like a kid ride, it's a lot of fun to kind of see those characters and the way that they kind of do the characters. And it's like almost like the, I feel like Elsa and Anna, like the cartoon versions of them are actually there on the attraction. It's just, it's a fun ride. The queue is really cool. And you have Soren. Soren is just such a fun ride. You know, um, and people are in chat right now are saying Soren one or Soren two. I like Soren two, like the newer one, a little bit better. Going uh, Soren around the world because I love going through Africa, you know, and kind of seeing like the elephants and smelling that dirt. I I love, um, you know, going through like the ocean breeze and going over like the people on the on the kayaks or whatever and they're paddling. Um, there's some things I really noticed this past time. Once again, that I've never noticed before. And I've been on that Soren and like, all the Soren's a, like, a bunch of times, right? You've yeah, been on a lot. like when, when you're first going over, you can see a manta rays right? or stingrays like in the water. Uh-huh. It's like really cool, right? Uh, and that smell, <laughs> they're saying <laughs> the smell of dirt <laughs> in chat. <laughs> this is cool, man, because you're not like nowhere in dirt, but it smells like actual dirt, right? The smell, <laughs> melisizers. Um, uh, uh, but so I don't know still, man. I'm going to go with Soren. I think if I had to ride either one of those rides, mm-hmm. I would pick Soren. Even though I love Frozen, I think Frozen's a lot of fun. It's, it's like a really fun ride, but I would rather wait 45 minutes for Soren than wait 45 minutes for Frozen. Right. So, I said, how about you, Alex? I, um, you know, I knew, I knew Joe would pick Soren. I did not know Chris would pick Frozen Ever After because I know Chris's experience with Frozen. And um, I really do wish I had a chance to ride Maelstrom before it got changed because I never even been on that ride. Didn't even I think know you'd it live there if you had the choice, Alex. You look like you would just be one with the with the uh, Nord Nordstrom people. Yeah, Nordstrom. I think he oh is. He's on the ride. Maelstrom people, not Nordstrom. <laughs> <laughs> Talking but, about the Arendellians. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I definitely Soren. Well, I'm like Chris now. I'm not afraid of heights like Chris is apparently because. The, the height problem doesn't bother me. It's just the way it's angled. I always feel like I'm about to fall down. Yeah. And then my body gets tight. And like on the whole ride is just me holding myself in place because I feel mm-hmm. like I'm going to fall out any second. And then the ride itself, I don't, I think Soren is underwhelming. Um, uh, so I definitely, I, I don't, I even skip going on it because I've been there with Joe and every, and Jen, and we've been there as a whole group. And they're like, we're going to go on Soren. And I'm like, okay, I'll watch the kids. Because I just don't care about going on Soren, so yep. and, and you know, it's fine because someone has to stay back and watch the kids if all the adults are going on the ride, and um, that way my wife can go on it because she likes the ride, so it kind of works out perfectly for us that way. Now, Frozen Ever After, I agree, with Chris. It's a real. I think this is it's a you know it's a really good ride, and Epcot. If Epcot, if Ratatouille is good, like it's supposed to be, if Comet Rerun is good, then you have Frozen Ever After. That's three rides. That you have to wait in line for. They just need a couple more, and Epcot is up there and being a good park. Finally, you know, right Epcot now, is a, no, Epcot is ride wise, ride wise. Okay. No, 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 ride wise. No. For well, people who just go for rides. Well, uh, okay, yeah, I don't know who doesn't go to, to a theme park to not ride attractions. So, okay. But okay, so let me go into. I'm gonna say something about that for one second. Okay, uh, yesterday. The lines for the food booths, it's not even food and wine, right? It's the festival of the holidays. The lines were insane. I would say 20-minute waits for just for the food booths. Yeah, it's um, Disney made so much money yesterday. It's crazy. It's funny when you hear like, oh, stocks are down or Disney's not doing so well. If you go to the parks, the amount of money being spent at the parks 
is this you can't even imagine you can't even think you can't even you, can understand you imagine that. paying to go to a restaurant and then when you get to the table you have to pay more money to eat hey you can come in here but you have to pay us to eat it's different no it's, no, totally it's not different, different. you're paying a lot no, of money to go into a park to wait in yeah. line to pay more money to eat special food that you can get at a restaurant you don't you don't go to but, chuck e cheese at all i'm not paying in to go movies? into chuck e cheese doesn't make movies? you pay to go in what about the movies? I'm paying for a movie. I'm not paying to go. I'm not paying just to so walk to go, inside. You're, you're allowed to go into the movies and for free. You just also walk in? I take candy in the movie. I don't pay for the whoa, movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Cut that! Cut that! <laughs> <laughs> it's a federal offense. I don't care. You know they come after oh, me. I don't care. I no. I definitely get what you're saying. Um, I, it's a it's a it's a it's a valid point. And like I said, for people who just go for attractions, like yourself. Epcot, if they have like one or two more rides, it'd be a great attraction park. I like a I like a mix, so that's why I love Epcot. And so because I also of have that, a lot of credit card debt. Alex. <laughs> I'm trying not to have that. So <laughs> I pick Frozen Ever After as my oh, decision. Over okay, Soren yeah, it for makes sure. sense. And don't you wish you could enjoy Soren? No, I don't. Ca- no, I don't really care about it. Because like, because no. all I'm doing is looking at images. As if I'm there. And guess what? I can do that with Google. That's fair. <laughs> so um, sp- so that was the last one, Alex? That was the last one, yeah. And you're not going to do anything with Spaceship Earth? Well, what would you compare Spaceship Earth to? There's nothing else to compare it to. That is a tough one to compare to something. I would probably do Mission Space. I mean, uh, Mission Space. Oh, my gosh. I would probably do um, the, the uh, Spaceship Earth versus Soren, I guess. That's what I had originally, but then I took that off yeah. and put on Cosmic. Oh, no. Originally, I had I had Spaceship Earth versus Test Track, and then because Cosmic Rewind came out, I switched it out. Yeah, but then you need to put Frozen in there, too. Eh, screw Spaceship Earth. It's just, it's unique, and it's and there's nothing to compare it to. We all like it's Spaceship true, man. Earth. I love we here at do. the Diz love Spaceship Earth. <laughs> we do, we do. So, guys, our day at the park, going to Epcot, we're going to start with going to Living the Land, and nice. then we're going to go over and we're going to ride uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. We're going to you know, keep walking around the Epcot Park and go to Frozen Ever After and end the day at Cosmic Rewind. That's a solid day. Yeah. yeah. We should do it tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, me yeah. and Joe are going to hit some of the boots, and uh, we should courtesy a cup of water, Alex. Yeah. You know <laughs> – you know what? If you guys don't finish your, your food, I'll, I'll finish it for you. <laughs> Dreaming of a Disney vacation? If you aren't able to go enjoy the resorts, then get yourself some three Cheeky Chicks wax melts. Studies show smells help bring forward memories, so these smells are a must-have if you want to put yourself back at these grand resorts. Go to MagicallyScented.com to order scents like Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's an earthy smell with sage, lemon, and lime. There is a Port Orleans French Quarter, which has fragrance of flowers, cotton, mandarin blossoms, freesia, and peonies. The Wilderness Lodge Melt smells of mahogany, blood orange, red pepper, sage, cognac, bourbon vanilla, golden amber, tonka bean, and sandalwood. The Vero Beach Melt will transport you with its orange blossom, star jasmine, velvet roses, and greens. Just visit MagicallyAscended.com and use promo code DizHis20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by Three Cheeky Chicks. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyAscended.com, promo code DizHis20. That's Three Cheeky Chicks at MagicallyAscended.com.
Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. Hey there, fellow Disney enthusiasts. Scott here from the No New Friends podcast. Now, I'm not here to shamelessly plug the No New Friends podcast. No, I want to tell you all about the Diz His Goof Troop or Patreon. Now, you hear Joe and Jen and Chris and Alex talking about Patreon all the time, but I wanted you to hear from an actual Patreon member how cool it is to be a member of the Goof Troop. You get exclusive access to early release, show notes, and then my two favorite aspects, the cutting room floor material, the things that you don't get to hear on Spotify or Apple or any other platform that you listen to. And there's a lot of mistakes and a lot of really funny things that happen in that cutting room floor. Also, you get access to the live recordings. And I'm going to tell you these live recordings are fantastic. Between Alex's mispronunciation of words or just Joe being silly or Chris making a really funny joke, it's worth the price of admission just to watch the live episodes. Plus, you get to chat and interact with some amazing Goof Troop members that have me rolling on the floor in laughter first thing in the morning all the way till I go to sleep at night. It's just so much fun, and I wanted you to hear it from an actual Goof Troop member how cool it is to be a Diz His Patreon member. Just visit their website, dizhiz.com, and click on the Goof Troop link for as low as $2 a month. That's only $24 a year. You get all this access and it's worth it. Trust me. Dizhiz.com. Click on the Goof Troop link. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His. And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations. We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever. I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts. We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip. So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top. Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to WeebyGeeksBC.com. That's WeebyGeeksBC.com. And listen to all the other awesome podcasts, as well as Diz Is. Diz Is Diz Is Review. Review. Okay, guys, so D-plus this week is Ant-Man and Wasp. What do you guys think about this movie, Alex? Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I, I like this movie. Um, it's not as good as Ant-Man, of course. Um, Walton Goggins is great in it, though. I love Walton Goggins. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, um, Fishburne is good in it, and he plays kind of like a semi-villain, kind of, because they're going against because he's with Ghost. And the idea yeah. in that story is interesting, uh, for sure, but I just don't think it's good as Ant-Man. But I do got to say that the Michael Pennis part is hilarious when he does his flashback and he tells he tells his story yes. in the middle of the movie. 
that is one of my favorite parts of the original Ant-Man and also one of my favorite parts of Ant-Man and the Wasp. And I hope yep. the next movie, I cannot wait for that scene to happen. And I think, you know, they have Olaf on Disney yep. Plus, right? And he's retelling movies. I think they should have that character retell all the movies. No, that, and, that, that, I, there's a lot of people who want that. And there's been kind of, you know, mentions of that a lot. That this had like a little series of him kind of retelling like the Marvel Marvel movies overall. I think that would be hilarious. Yes, I think that would that'd be funny. Randall Park has a bigger role in this than he did in the first Ant Man, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm happy about that. And they introduced the Ghost, which is good, and she's going to be in that next series coming out, which is um, was it Thunderbolts. called Thunderbolts, which I think I'm looking forward to seeing. So it's a good movie. I'm not. I'm. Ne- that's definitely not one of those movies that I might skip if I was trying to watch Marvel movies. I think I'd watch it, especially because it has so much to do with the next movie coming out, which is going to lead into what they just discovered in this one. Mm-hmm. These Ant Man movies definitely build off of each other. Oh yeah, no, no doubt about it. And this one, I think that this at the end of this Ant Man, right, really led into in my opinion one of the best Marvel movies that that they've made, which was like Endgame. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when. Um, at the very end of this one, pretty much the snap happened. Yeah, the after credit scene. Yep. Oh, yep. Yeah. And, and then yeah, the snap happened, which uh, and then that's how pretty much Endgame came back was uh, Ant Man being in the multiverse, or in, in the quantum um, quantum realm. Wait, wait. Right. And then did you say the snap happened after this one? Yeah. yeah. I thought the snap happened after the original one. Oh no, because the no. wife was back. You're, the mom was back. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The Ant Man's the, the original Ant Man was more like an introduction to Ant Man, everything about Ant Man. This right. one, I think. I mean, and that's that's probably the best Marvel movie out there. It's gonna be Endgame. You know, the whole Avengers that with Thanos and all that. Um, yeah. Infinity War. Um, but yeah, this is a good movie. I mean, funny. I mean, which uh, um, Paul Rudd. I mean, you didn't even mention Paul Rudd, man. How great Paul Rudd is. Because I mean, do I have to mention Paul Rudd? Not you sh- have true, to, you like have to think about breathing air. No, mm-hmm. it's just it is what it is. But yeah, you're right. But uh, I mentioned this. I mean, I'm not sure if it was last week or the week before that on the Disney cruise. The wish, you know, we just went on the wish. Um, they have the 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 restaurant that's like Ant Man themed, mm-hmm. and I have it right over here. You can kind of see if you're watching on Zoom. Oh, like, cool. Like the, yeah, we got this. Is like a little cup with a drink in it, or whatever. Uh, it's like the little quantum thing that kind of turns your food bigger and or smaller, you know, or this is what turns Ant-Man smaller. Um, and they had Ant-Man and the Wasp, like, you know, there pretty much, uh, like on screen. It was actually Paul Rudd and what, who's the girl who plays Wasp? Uh, Evangel- Lily. Yep, Lily. They were there kind of like doing their thing. And, it was, you know, Paul Rudd's being goofy like usual. He's, being, he's just acting like himself, you know. It seems like, and at the very end, Ant Man and Wasp kind of come out and they kind of walk around the restaurant and they wave wow. and all these different things. It's That's really cool. cool. Yeah. But how about you, Chris? What do you think of it? Um, I don't like this movie. It's uh, not a good movie. Uh, why? The it's just not good. I mean, ask the ask the people who wrote it why they wrote such a bad movie. I did. I did. I didn't like it. I mean, yeah, Paul Rudd's great. Uh, it's just so take away Endgame, take away any connection from the MCU, and it's a it's a Disney Plus movie at best. Like it's yeah, just not. It's, just, it's not a good movie. It, but it's a, definitely a bottom bottom five movie for me in MCU. But the importance that it has connected to the rest of the MCU, yeah, what makes this movie at least interesting. Yeah. Um, and the characters that they. It, it's funny because I always looked at this movie as the worst movie with the most significance because because like without Ant Man, you don't you don't have like everyone's dead forever. Half the universe is dead forever. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, yeah, I just I, I don't like this movie. I um, 
I don't, I'm not looking forward to, uh, I wasn't looking forward to, I should say, a sequel to it, but the way they're doing it looks awesome with uh, Quantumania. So very excited for that. I don't think I liked Wasp. I think that, I think that um, Wasp was, and now that it's coming back to me, because it's been a while since I've seen this. I think it was Wasp took a lot of the spotlight from Ant-Man in that movie, and Ant-Man was more of a side character than the main character. And I just felt like it weakened uh, the movie in that sense. Uh, the ghost was a good guy. I think wasn't ghost like uh, ghost Turned was out well, to be maybe I think it was yeah I think so or miscommunication or something like that. exactly right I kind of yeah. like those movies where it's kind of like the villains like the villains are the whole thing and really the villain is just really fighting for something that should be right I think I could right. be wrong though. like Thanos yeah <laughs> Niels wants to know hey guys this is Niels from capturing Disney parks on Instagram it's already December, another year went by, so this is the end of year question for you. What was your favorite Disney park memory created in 2022 and why? Let's hear your memories. Wow. That's a good question. It's really not. <coughs> I got one. I got one. Okay, guys. Oh, so, I have one yeah. too. Do you really? I do. Because I don't have, because I haven't been to the park this year, so I don't have one. Yeah, I do have a memory, a Disney park memory this well, year. Well, this doesn't have to be this doesn't have to be a park. Also, it can be. Are you going to say meeting us at Disney Springs? Or wow, wow. Sorry. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I was just trying to bring up. I was trying to bring up the point that Alex doesn't have to be at a park. Okay, that's what I was going to try to say. It can be a favorite Disney memory. I feel like that would be more appropriate for you. But can, can I go first or no? Do you want to say yours? Yeah, no, go first? ahead. Go ahead. Well, you yeah. already said mine, so just go ahead. No, well, no, because we wouldn't want to talk about it for a minute. But my favorite. Of course, it's going to be hanging out with Chris. Uh, I think that could be our... <laughs> I'm not going to use yours, even though that was a good memory, right? It was. It but was um, I got to hang out with some of Jen's family. Wow, we also went on some Disney cruises. That was a lot of fun, too. But I think my favorite Disney park memory of this year would be going to Animal Kingdom Lodge, eating at Boma with... Oh, no, we didn't eat at Boma that day. But hanging out with Jen's family, uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, we also got to go fishing that day. Mm, well, yeah. over at bay lake tower oh uh, so this is the, the recent the bay recent lake. trip yeah the recent trip i think that it was a good memory because we had a lot of fun just hanging out i would say in the evening we had a we had a fun time fishing throughout the day right it's, that it's, was a lot of fun i was really surprised how much fun i it's had it's a lot better when jen invites you right yeah it's a lot better when jen invites me and then also <laughs> you know hanging out at animal kingdom lodge pretty much the whole day and then not only that finding out that they have the delicious soup from boma oh, at yeah. the quick service for like, it was what like soup cheap. is that? That's the butternut squash soup. Oh, yeah. It's like it's just soup. eating. It's like eating sugar, pretty much. It's like eating icing. That's what it tastes like. It's like a mm. dessert, and it's like five bucks, and you get like a big uh, thing of soup. And I found out that it was like the same soup that they use at Boma. So if you're over at Animal Kingdom Lodge and you're not going to eat at Boma and spend that money, and you want to try the delicious delicious soup, all you got to do is go to the Mara and get the soup there, and it's delicious. But it was just a good day overall. Could you go? Could you go tomorrow? You probably, I mean, if you really wanted to, you could go tomorrow, 100%. You can go, yes, tomorrow, too. I feel I like no we need a Diz His shirt that says Diz His. I came for the, the attractions, I stayed for the soup. That's not, that's not <laughs> a bad idea. Okay, Alex, how about you? You got a favorite, like, Disney no, memory? No, let's let Chris go. Okay, go ahead. All right, so I didn't make it inside the actual parks this year, but even if I did, my favorite memory of Disney park, Disney property related, yeah, yeah. would be definitely um, The Last Supper if you will it was the, actually the first supper the first it was uh first it was supper. when we all got to meet alex included at um that was boma right yeah yeah alex yeah. you went to boma man i spent some money yeah, yeah at boma boma was so fun 
Um, I got to meet you guys. I got to meet the my co-host from No New Friends podcast. Um, Jen was there in spirit. We got to meet Jen, or I got to meet Jen the next day or the day after, I don't know, for breakfast, yeah. which was nice. But just that whole experience was so cool. I really, really enjoyed when we hopped from Saratoga to Key West to uh, then to Disney Springs, because I've never done that before. Like, I've never been to a Disney uh, hotel unless I was staying there. So it was really cool to try like the, you know, the Dole Whip at the Key Lime Dole Whip at Old Key West. And then we took the the boat to Disney Springs. That was just a really fun day. So that, yeah, my favorite memory is obviously meeting all you guys, but it was just, it was really fun. Like we didn't get to get, go in the parks, but just being on Disney property still felt, you know, magical. Yeah. It's Disney. Yep. Okay. How about you, Alex? Ditto. Yeah. Cause you were there. <laughs> so that was pretty much like your only Disney trip. So. Yeah. That was my only Disney trip. That was the first time I've been on Disney property. Uh, since the pandemic and uh, yeah going to Boma meeting uh, Chris in person and his wife uh, meeting Scott for the first time as well from no, over no new friends is Mary uh, that was a that was a fun day and uh, yeah that was, that was my only Disney memory okay let's hear, hear Niels's answer oh well okay so Niels is probably gonna have a good memory but what park do you think his, his favorite memory this year is he hasn't been over here this year right no, no. so it had to be Disneyland Paris. Disneyland so that's, Paris. A, that's a terrible question. I think it's going to be one of the events that you... I think it, actually, I'm going to take a guess. It's going to be staying at the Marvel Hotel. Ooh. Oh, did he did the Marvel Hotel? Okay. I think he did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I have, mm. I have two guesses. My first guess is a joke. My first guess is him just thinking about Pandora at one of the parks that he's at in <laughs> France. <laughs> Pandora so much. He my watches real Pandora guess, right <laughs> My real guess is... Um, the 30th anniversary uh event yes disneyland's paris 30th anniversary yeah. event mm-hmm. that might be it that, that might be it oh didn't he get the tour that was not the not at the parks because we kind of did not at the parks we did just on property because mm-hmm. didn't he get to see the wish early or something like that oh yeah before. yeah but yeah. that wasn't on in a park so he probably won't say that maybe it's an honorable mention we'll see maybe he's gonna talk for like 15 minutes and name all of it who knows that's a lot of, that's a lot of good memories he has it to is. pick one i feel bad for him that's a hard decision yeah oh i'm still so bad so many good memories. Well, that's a difficult question, Niels. <laughs> so many visits to Disneyland Paris, but I will oh, choose uh, pause one Pause it for a second, pause it. He's answering the... himself. Like, that's a difficult question. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That was amazing. That I, was thought, amazing. I thought that's what he said. That's what he did. That's what he did. It was awesome. It's like the people who do TikToks, and they have to, like, they talk, like, to the left, and then they talk to the right to the other person. <laughs> he laughed because he well, knew it was that's... ridiculous, too. Yeah, yeah, he knew. He knew. He knows what he's doing. Well, that's a difficult question, Niels. <laughs> so many visits to Disneyland Paris, but I will choose one memory. I go for the opening of the Marvel Land at the Walt Disney Studios Park called Avengers Campus. It was very exciting to get new rides at Disneyland Paris, as we didn't get any new ones for a very, very long time. Secondly, I love all the Marvel films and series. And thirdly, I'm really happy that, well, the worst Disney theme park in the world, Walt Disney Studios Park... Uh, is getting better and better. Avengers Campus is a big step forward for this park with trees, plants, um, a cohesive and highly detailed area, but also the area that hosts one of my new favorite rides, Spider-Man Web Adventure. I was very lucky to be one of the first to visit the campus this year on a sunny day with low crowds, uh, free food and drinks as I was invited by Disney for a press weekend. I also attended to an Imagineers panel uh, that same day just before entering the land. So yeah, it was just amazing.
This week in Disney. So this week in Disney, I went to Epcot. Oh, Festival yeah? of the Holidays. Got to watch Whoopi Goldberg uh, do the Candlelight Processional for Ooh, a little bit. Oh, you saw a Candlelight Processional? You just watched it. We, we didn't go to it. We just watched it. There was, you can have a pretty yeah. good seat to standing up. you know. So we watched it maybe for like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. That was a lot of fun. Ate uh, some different foods around the world that kind of celebrate the, the holidays, which you know, went to the donut shop and had um, a gingerbread. Not gingerbread. Oh, oh um, wow. what eggnog. Was it? eggnog. Eggnog. Eggnog donut, which was amazing. It was huge, massive. Uh, it was really good. Also went to China and ate uh, a peanut chicken on a um, skewer, which was really, really good. Sounds good. Spring egg roll, which was delicious. Um, also, you know, ate a couple of different other places. It was a really good time. Uh, tomorrow night, I know this, I, I'll talk a little bit more about it next week, but we're going to be meeting Scott from the No New Friends and two of our Patreon members, Classic Ryan and Tara. Uh, we're going to be eating at Olivia's which is going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. And Scott and I might hang out at Disney Springs for a little bit. Uh, not sure. I'm looking forward to talking about that next week. I uh, also watched a little bit of a Willow before I, f- I fell asleep. It was like really late, but I really, I was like really excited to watch it. Cause it's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, and I liked what I, wa- I, I liked what I saw. I know Alex maybe has a different opinion on it, but I liked what I saw. That was fun. Uh, I kind of like it. we talked about it maybe a couple weeks ago. I kind of like that genre of movie, like fantasy, fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know, sword fighting horses. The scenes are like sword fighting beautiful. horses. Sword, yeah, sword. yeah. <laughs> Joe, uh, a question: If I never yeah. saw Willow, would I enjoy the show, or should I just watch Willow first? Watch I think Willow I would definitely. First. Yeah, I would watch Willow first because, okay. and you know, honestly, yeah, I, I would watch Willow first for sure. Just don't fall asleep. Give it a give yeah, it. A I won't. But I was just wondering, like, if I if I ever did. You know what? What I should do? No, I probably think Willow actually, since it was on D, you know, we did D plus, and I haven't seen it. It is something I read about it a little bit. It is something I think that I'd enjoy. And the new show looks awesome. I saw the trailer for it. It just looks. It's kind of like a little comedic, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 I yeah. Like that. So, but okay, that's pretty much all I did. And of course, we're, we're going to talk about Marvel Snap a little bit later here because uh, we all played that. But Alex, what did you? Do, what did you do in the world of Disney? Uh, like you, I watched the new Willow. I watched both Willow episodes. And uh, I liked it a lot. It was really good. I like the new characters. Oh, um, I thought you didn't like it. No, I do like it. Yeah. Oh, really? No, I like it. I like it. I like the new characters. Um, I'm kind of upset that the brother was is maybe not going to be in as much because I liked his character. Um, so hopefully they get him back in the episodes coming up and then he can be in the series more. But um, I definitely like it. And I think it's going to be a really good series moving forward. So I'm looking forward to that. And Chris, you need to watch. I think you do need to watch a movie before you watch a series in order to actually. I think if you go jump into the series, you won't care as much about the characters um, that are based on that are coming from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're younger characters. They're not actually from the first movie, but they have, you know, connections. And I think you're going to care more more that way. And then. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. And then um, I watched the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special which was awesome. Highly recommend watching that. The music is in it is amazing. Have you, I guess mm-hmm. you didn't see that Joe. No, I have not. We're hey, going to watch it this weekend. Chris hasn't seen it either. Um, but I really want to play the song from it. The intro song, because it's been stuck in my head since I've watched it. And the family, we all, the whole family loves the song. And we probably have watched this video maybe a couple times a day because I like the song so much. So, 
For you uh, podcast listeners, you're not going to be able to listen to the whole song because it's two minutes long and I can't put it on the podcast, but we'll listen to a little clip of it and then I'll get Joe and Chris's reaction to the song because I think lyrically the song is awesome, I think. Out on the third planet closest to the sun, there's a special celebration and it sounds quite fun. A jolly old fellow brings toys to everyone on a holiday they call Christmas. That's perfect. Good. Beezer. Good job. Now, I'm not going to lie. It uh, makes more. no sense to me. But here's what I've discovered about this Christmas mystery. I'm super busy. Is this, is this a long song? One, two, three, four. Santa is a furry freak with epic superpowers. He flies to every human home in under 14 hours. He's a master burglar. No. A pro at picking <laughs> locks. No. If you don't leave milk and cookies out, he will put dung in your socks. That is not part of the lore at all. <laughs> that's funny. Dude, so, and that's not even the whole song because there's another part after that. But that that is, I think that, that song has been stuck in my head every day with those lyrics. Incredible. And it's just, I think, uh, the intro, that's good. And then that's the old 97s, I think they're called. That's the band. And uh, and the end song, Kevin Bacon sings with them. And that's when they're song. It's a real, wait, that's a real band? That's a real band. Yes, oh, that's a real band. Do you know Kevin awesome. Bacon has a Christmas song out? Well, it might be his cover of the old 97 song. Um, but yeah, man, he he has, a ba- uh, Kevin Bacon was in a band called the Bacon Brothers. Him and his brother. Really? Yeah, because yeah, she brought it up. Yeah. She's like, he has a band. I was like, oh, really? Uh, but yeah. yeah look who's got. But Oh, nice. I can't see it. It's the Disney Pass Holder Maggots. Oh, oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. It looked real good next to the Mickey one from last year. Yeah, it's an old band called the Old 97s. And uh, I definitely need to look into them because they're pretty – that song is good. And then the song that Kevin Bacon sings at the end is one of their originals. And it's another Christmas carol – Christmas song, I should say. Cool. And, um, yeah, I think that garden – if you haven't – I definitely watched the special, the short – the. Chris is special because it is, it is really good. Okay, Chris. Uh, is that everything, Alex? Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. What do you got there, Chris? So the only thing Disney I did this week was Marvel Snap, which we'll talk about in a second. I do have plans this weekend. We were supposed to watch it last night, the Guardian special. Mm-hmm. But Emily's pretty sick, so um, I stayed away from her. So, <laughs> so we did not watch that last night. Hoping uh, tonight we can watch it because it does look really good. It's something that uh, now that it's December, I really just wanted to get into the you know spirit of Christmas and watch like some Christmas stuff that I thought that could kick off the season. But uh, Alex did show me that song the other day, and I I've been dying to watch the special because of it. But as far as other Disney stuff, yeah, just a lot of Marvel Snap. And Joe and Alex and myself <laughs> have been hopping on Discord uh, a lot recently, playing, mm-hmm. and it's really fun. So it's a really strategic game, Ryan described it best last night it's kind of like chess because you have to kind of think about what your opponent's going to do you can't really just think about what cards you're going to play you have to think about well what's my opponent going to play and kind of counter that Mm -hmm. so it's really fun to watch each other play and help each other out and we'll help each other build like uh good decks for you know movement or reveal or ongoing and if you play the game you know what i'm talking about if not you should uh, try out the game at least Especially for like strategic type games. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's a really good strategy game. Mm -hmm, But for sure, it it was a huge update. Joe and I, who uh, love spending money, bought a Mm -hmm. uh, bought the Apocalypse Bundle and uh, which was well worth it. If you have the extra money to spend, it was a really 
it, it makes your uh you can really upgrade a lot of your cards and get further and unlock new cards. So and for yeah, you it's, it's, who don't like to spend money, like myself, you don't have to spend money to enjoy the game. I was just gonna no, say that you don't. You haven't, sp- you haven't spent any money, have you, Alex? No. <laughs> and you have a lot of good decks. I have yeah. I have a couple of good decks, and uh, yeah. So I mean, there I don't have as many cards as you guys have, because you did spend the money. You have a higher collecting level, which means you have access to more or more chances of getting cards. So you have more cards than me. But because there is a randomness to how you get your cards, I have a couple of cards Joe doesn't even have. And he yeah. wishes he had them. Yeah, I do. Lockjaw is Lock, like Lockjaw and Wave, yeah. And Wave, yeah, yeah. So it's not really pay to win, but um, you know, you can definitely pay to get cool cards, um, stuff like that. Yep. The, the variants, variants. That's like, the you main know, thing you guys for, have that I don't have. I don't. I won't. I will never have a variant because it's just too much. I need. No, you will have a variant because you unlock them in the collection level. So eventually, well, yeah, you know, yeah. eventually I will get have. random variants, yeah. but I won't be buying the ones I see and like because I just won't have the gold to spend. Mm-hmm. But hopefully here soon, like we talked about before, you know, um, we are they're going to coming out with like guilds or clans, I guess. So, Can't like, wait. you know, if you do have Marvel Snap and you're listening, please reach out to us. You can go ahead and join our does his guild uh, or clan. I'm not sure what they're going to call it. Um, also, you know, if you want to join Patreon, you can go ahead and you can watch this live stream in our Discord chat. You can go ahead and do that because that's a lot of fun. We, we've been talking with Ryan, the new Ryan he's been playing, and Classic Ryan, and um, uh, who else has been? Oh, Dane. He's been coming in there chat and just hanging out, talking, watching us play, talking about the game, talking about whatever, you know, hanging out. That's been a lot of fun lately. Um, yeah, but like I said, you know, you don't need to spend money on the game. It's I think that it's kind of cool to go ahead and support, you know, people who are who are get the company creating the game because you know, we're, we're spending a lot of time on this game. Um, not only that, oh, soon we're going to be able to play each other too. Yeah. Right now there's only one game mode, just go in and play, right? Yeah. The game's like only like a, a, a month and a half old, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not, maybe not even. Yeah. Uh, I might be a month and a half old. And they're just constantly updating the game, making it better. I can't wait to where I'm able to go and play Chris and be able to play Alex or play whoever to play, you know, Ryan, play, play whoever. Um, and not really worry about losing my rank, right? Because uh, yeah, right now I made it to, the, yeah. Because right now I made it to the highest highest rank in the game, and um, you know, and after the new season resets, I'm gonna have to go back twenty down to eighty, and I don't. I want to make sure that I'm, you know, not losing any games, just messing around, goofing around, uh, so I can go ahead and climb back to hundred and get like my card back and stuff like that, which is free. Like you rank up, you get like different rewards for free uh as you play yeah imagine we get a whole bunch of people to listen to the podcast and we get into a guild and we can have like you know round robin tournaments or something like that that'd be so fun exactly that'd yeah, be a that's a fun. cool idea yep for sure so that's episode 183 of the Diz his podcast i'm joe i'm alex i'm chris thanks for listening and have a magical week Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.